Last night, we uh, went to Greenville, or to Taylor's, and watched a play there at the theater, and met some, some friends of ours, some new old friends, were able to catch up a little bit, enjoyed the play. It was called Our Little Town, I think was the title of it. It made me start thinking about our little town. And our little church. Bethel. And the community. Welcome, by the way, to our church, to Bethel. Glad you're here. It's a typical Sunday, I suppose. Sitting in church, all familiar faces. I could hear Joe singing bass right behind me. That was no surprise. I've heard that before. And I could see Nolan and Heidi come in, sit down. Ray. There was a couple that came after Sunday school. That wasn't a surprise. Pretty typical Sunday. And children. We have a lot of children here. If you come to visit us, you'll see a lot of children at Bethel. That's a, a good thing. We love children. There's Phil and Gina, their children. And there's little Noah. I heard him after Sunday school asking his daddy, did you swallow that yet? Typical Sunday here at our church. Much like the Sunday before it, probably much like the Sunday that's going to be in a week from now, I hope to see everyone back here. And then there's our family, Marvin Brooke. He's the preacher. He's got a whole row of young'uns. And it was a typical Sunday morning at their house. I was there. <laughs> and I was sitting there studying in my recliner because I had to preach this morning. That was normal. That was pretty typical. As I was studying, there was things happening all around me. That's pretty typical. I actually documented some things to share with everybody. While I was there studying, I had Ross come out of his bedroom without a shirt on came and sat down beside me and started talking to me about the Sunday school no it was about chain mail that's what it was yeah it was, it was chain mail then he started talking about his 
his pocket knife. Dad, I think this is this is the first uh, like the first pocket knife I ever had. And do you remember, Dad, that uh, I had to I had to uh, use a toothpick to to shut it because I couldn't push the the lock lever. I wasn't surprised. That was pretty typical. And I was able to ask him about his Sunday school lesson and about getting dressed and about what he had planned for church. But before he left, he had also asked me if he could use my pliers because he wanted to somehow carve out a fat acorn. I don't know what he's going to do with it. (laughs) Gloriana came right after him and wanted my opinion on which shoes to wear. Dad, these or these? And so if you notice the shoes that she's wearing this morning was my recommendation. (laughs) After that was Lizzie. Dad, look at my outfit. Do my shoes match? If you get some time, look at Lizzie's outfit. Her shoes matched perfectly with her outfit, so much so that she knew it. She didn't have to ask me. But at 10 years old, what I say matters. That's pretty typical, a typical Sunday at our home. After that was over, Ross comes back out of his room, Dad, the number one song's on. So we go down in his room to listen to it. And we come out of his room, there's another song playing in the kitchen. Dad, that's my song. It's the one I used to sing. I pray my way out of trouble. He sang at a church here once. And then about 8 o'clock, here comes Kenzie. Dad, I didn't even tell you good morning yet. And so we give each other a hug, and then pretty soon, her shoe's off. Dad, look, my toe comes all the way up here. (laughs) I said, oh, you're growing out of your shoes, yep. (laughs) Typical. Something like that happens every Sunday. And do we even notice? We think this is going to last forever. I can think I'll always hear Joe singing bass behind me. But none of this is going to last. Life changes. Just ask Albert and Marie, Ronald and Janet. Just ask Dave and Shelby, Keith and Linda. Life changes. All of a sudden, one day it's gone. That's what they tell me. I'm still in the middle of it. But this morning, I wanted to just sit there and take it all in. When I was in Sunday school, Josh was teaching. And we heard from some of the men that we generally hear from every Sunday. And we just expect that to happen. But someday, these men aren't going to be here. Someday we're not going to be here. 
And what is this all about? Do we even notice one day melts into another? Are we too busy celebrating our children's birthdays? that we forget to be thankful for them and who they are. Holly Beth is going to turn 15 next month. Ross is going to turn 12 this month. 15 summers spent with her and 15 Christmases. I've only got a few more to spend with her before she has to come home for Christmas. You understand you do have to come home for Christmas. <laughs> Probably two years ago already, I bought her her third bike and her last bike. I don't believe I'll ever have to buy her another bike. Now I'm looking to buy a car. She texted me the other day. And she said, good morning, Daddy. How are you doing? We are on our way to the theater, and guess what? I got accepted into the acting directing master's class. I'm so overjoyed. I hope you have a wonderful day. I got that from Holly Beth. That's not going to last. Someday, I'm going to be old. There's two men that we know of that are at the end of their life. It's over for them. They're just waiting to die. Someday I'll be there. If the Lord wills, my children will be waiting in a hospital somewhere, waiting for me to take my last breath. Funeral plans will be made. It'll be almost over. This life that I've lived, lived for what? One day melting into another, Sunday after Sunday. Was I even paying attention to what really mattered? Ignorant. Why do we live life too often so ignorantly? Getting frustrated at things that will not matter. so focused on the meaningless stress of every day. We don't have forever down here. These are precious, precious times. Let's not be sad about it. Let's be grateful and thankful. The children saw my tears this morning. I tried to 
cry them this morning so I wouldn't have to cry them now. And I said, these are happy tears. These aren't sad tears. They're grateful tears. I kept track of what went on this morning because of what I wanted to talk about today. But that's not normal. How many times have I become frustrated of the shoes left by the door and I kick them out of the way? I think those children, they'll never learn. Someday I'll look back and I'll miss that and I'll wish I had shoes to kick out of the way. To live gratefully, to live aware that this is a blessed life. What's this all about? Well, it's not about deadlines. It's not about responsibility necessarily. It's not about work or money. Relationship. Relationship, this is what it's all about. Relationship is internal, eternal investment. Because someday, everything else will be over with. And the only thing that will last is what was built in relationship with eternity in mind. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon talked about how there's a season, and a time for everything, and a purpose for everything under heaven. And he says that God has placed eternity in the human heart. But we must be aware of it to live it out. Eternal investment. Enjoy the temporary to invest in the eternal. Someday it will be over. Let's even get a bigger picture. Let's go outside of our family and outside of Bethel and outside of our town. Let's look at Time, the world. Think of the Roman Empire, one of the greatest empires in the world. Millions and millions and millions of people lived and died just in that empire alone. They lived everyday lives. They got up, they ate breakfast, they raised children, they got married, they had families, they fought wars. None of that is remembered. The only thing we have is the names of some of the, some of the, some of the great emperors during that time, a few documents, maybe some, you know, our information in, rel in relation to the life that they lived is, is so little. Household names are not remembered. Who all here knows the name of your grandparents? Raise your hand. Who all knows the name of your great-grandparents? Raise your hand. Who all knows the name of your great-great-grandparents? Two hands. You see how quickly it's all forgotten. Even the, just the names. Much less what they did in their everyday lives. Brooke shared some memories with me of her great-grandparents on her mother's side, I believe it was. 
the memories she shared with me were precious. Most of those memories had to do with how her grandpa or her grandma made her, her great-grandpa or grandma, how they made her feel. Her great-grandma was really short. And she remembers as a child, they'd love to go up and stand beside her to see if they were almost as tall as she was. It made them feel big. She remembers coming home from school and at any particular, I guess, time in the day, they were often there after school at their house, talking to Shelby, sitting on the bar stools there at the bar were, were talking and when they'd come walking in, he would turn and say, here come the scholars. She remembers that. But what about his life, raising children? What about mornings? What about the stress? What about the schedule? What about the finances? What about the things that we place so much importance on today for him? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. But what's left is whatever was built with eternity in mind. What he passed on. What part did he play in us actually being here this morning? Brooke being here and knowing about Christ. What part did he play in that? That part is still alive. That part is still valuable and it is not forgotten. Forgotten by us, but not forgotten where that treasure is. I want to read a few verses. Just to give us some perspective. I want to read from Ecclesiastes, and then I want to close by reading in Romans. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 9. What do people really get for all their hard work? I've seen the burden of, that God has placed on us all, yet God hath made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded that there's nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can, and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are the gifts of God. What I really want to bring out is that our everyday, our life lived, the things we enjoy, even the fruits of our labor, our gifts that God has given for us, not just to squander, not just to live without notice, not with just letting one day melt into another and one year into the next, but to live being aware, being thankful, and realizing what counts for eternity. It's going to be a relationship. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before, and what will happen in the future has happened before, because God makes the same things happen over and over again. Some things that we place great importance on in this life are not that important. But when we focus 
on relationship, on the time we have, when we take the moments and just soak them in, look around, enjoy our life that God has given. then a typical day isn't just a typical day. It's a gift to be enjoyed, but also within that typical day, there's so many opportunities to build for the future, to put treasure in heaven, to spend time with those that God has placed in your path. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Starting in verse 9, and I like this because this gives so much meaning when we employ these scriptures for our everyday life, for the rest of today, for this evening, for tomorrow morning, when we start our day. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. This is being aware of eternity in our hearts. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another, mind not high things, but condescend men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. This past week, I had a lot of conversations with people. People that I had never met before. People that I kind of knew who they were. Relationships are not to be taken for granted. Enjoy the relationships that you have with your family. Enjoy the relationships we have with each other here on a typical Sunday at Bethel. There's parents that are struggling. There's grandparents that are struggling. I talked to someone over the weekend from out of state that has a broken relationship with a son. And the family is keeping the grandchildren away. 
They're not allowed to interact. They're cut off on social media. Usually, a story like that, reconciliation takes forgiveness and effort on both sides. But relationship is too precious to just leave it go and let the years roll by. I was at a wedding. It was Jake and Melody Borntrager's wedding over last weekend. None of her family came to the wedding. There will be regrets. But she was surrounded, her and Jake, surrounded by a family that truly cared. And in that wedding, there was such a testament of God's forgiveness and God's redemption. I'll try to post the, the message maybe on, on uh, my podcast at some point. But relationships matter. That's what makes a typical day a special day. That's what makes a typical every Sunday church service important, full of purpose, not lost in the shuffle. When long after this church, our bodies, this town is buried in dust, these days are not forgotten. These days matter because there was treasure in the heavens that does not get old and does not fade away. And it was put there during days like this. Thank you for hearing my heart this morning. May God bless you, and I look forward to fellowshipping with each one of you.